You are listening to the Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show. Orange County's only talk radio show dedicated to featuring nonprofit organizations and their leader, with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. We have Don Reese, who is the executive director of the Wooden Floors in the studio. But before we go there, I'd like to let you know that our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from the experiences of our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on the radio show is the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of the program, and with our exclusive Prospect Engagement Program, Critical Mass Radio Show delivers 24 warm prospects to our platinum advertisers each year. If you'd like to learn more, contact our VP of Sales, Rose Chamara, at 951-515-4661. Don, welcome to the show. Thank you, Rick. It's nice to have you here. Thank you. really appreciate the opportunity. My pleasure. We're going to spend most of the uh, interview together talking about your organization, but before we do that, let's talk a little bit about you. Sure. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you ultimately became the executive director for the organization. Super. Um, I started my early career in business. I was working at a management consulting company in the early 80s, and we focused on the technology sector. And I had this wonderful opportunity to start a nonprofit at the time called the Technology Council. And I had the opportunity to grow a board and work on volunteer leadership and management of an organization from the startup side of it. And uh, during that time, too, I also had a lot of opportunity to work on boards. So I was on the South, um, Southern California South Bay Children's Health Center board mm-hmm. and also the Torrance Symphony board when I was pretty young. <laughs> and... Um, and so that gave me an opportunity to, to serve on a board, but also to develop an organization and a nonprofit, and also brought my really love and belief in helping children. And so that was where the hybrid of my early career focused. And right. so moving fast forward, you know, 30 years later, um, when I had the opportunity to work at the wooden floor, I had started the last 10 years of my career in nonprofit leadership and management positions, and specifically in the arts. And um, an opportunity came up to work at the wooden floor. And it just resonated with me because of my love of, you know, working with children, the arts, um, helping young people overcome obstacles in life, um, just really blended together. Okay. And so um, when I look, kind of did a lifeline of myself in the last year is that my early career, when I came out of college, I wanted to be a teacher and then a principal. And in reality, being at the wooden floor today, <laughs> I am a teacher and, <laughs> and a, a principal. principal. There you go. You realized <laughs> just, your dream. <laughs> just a, took me a 30-year journey to get there. doesn't matter how long it but takes. But I did. And, um, you know, that's why I have such passion and purpose for what I'm doing here at the the wooden floor. And it, it really, um, for me, it doesn't feel like work because it's, it's essentially everything that I'm about. So let's talk about the wooden floor then. Sure. You, to be honest, your organization first came to my attention earlier this year. Okay. So I didn't know the history, the richness, and exactly the impact that you've had. So take us back to the found, to the start, how the how it got started, and then bring us up to where you are today. Okay, great. So we were founded in 1983 by a sister. Her name was Beth Burns with the Order of St. Joseph of Orange. And um, Beth decided that she would like to have a pilot dance program one summer, and that was to basically help kids stay off the streets and um, 
you know, out of poor behavior, drugs and alcohol and all of that. And in reality, what happened was when the summer was done, the students didn't want to go back to their everyday life. And they asked Beth, you know, can we stay with you? And she said, well, that wasn't my plan. (laughs) She was just a pilot, you know, for the summer. So she went to the order and said, you know, I'd like to see what I can do with this program. And um, so initially it started doing uh, ballet training and uh, some contemporary dance. And then over time, um, in the last 30 years, we're celebrating our 32nd year in January, it's evolved to a really comprehensive youth development organization that couples a rich dance education and very inventive and creative dance making with academics, college prep, and family services. So today, 100% of our students graduate high school on time and immediately enroll in college, and that's for a 10th year in a row this year. And And so... um, How many students do you have? We have 375 at our campus in Santa Ana, and then we serve another 3,000 students in our... um, community engagement program called Dance Free Weeks. Okay. And that goes into all the Title I schools in Santa Ana and the surrounding communities that where arts funding has been cut back. Right. So we go in for a week and provide dance education just on a very simplified basis, but that's actually our our jumping off point into our additions day at the wooden floor. So we promote the wooden floor, we sure. pass out flyers, we get people excited, and um, out of the 400 students that line up each year um, now, I would say almost 50% of them are coming from Dance week- Free Weeks because mm-hmm. they just change so much just in a week because they, they don't experience the arts in everyday life. So you have to help me with the math, though. You have 375 students that you can serve, but you have open enrollment where 400 students apply. How many openings do you have that those we only now have 60 to 70 spots a year and that's due to our retention strategies we put in place a few years ago because if you think about after school traditionally it's usually an after school environment something to keep you know children you know when their parents may be working or something like that and so right you know when you're 13 and you're going to high school you don't really need after school anymore but that's when we say that's when we're with you to help you navigate your your high school life and so what's happening which is a good victim of our success, I guess, is that um, uh, we have a lot of students staying with us today, all the way through high school. And so what's happening is our graduating classes were maybe 10 per year. Now we have um, 27 this last year, uh, 24 this year's pipeline, 32 in in the junior class already. So that means that we just have more teenage needs today. And how young are they when they first come to the wooden floor? They're in third grade. Third grade. Um, I, for the most part today, because our um, our enrollment is so tight. Right. That, um, and so they basically have to have a love of movement and um, be low income. But okay. um, once they're auditioned and they're accepted, they never have to re-audition. They're just always with us. And there's no education or academic requirement. So we have students from 1.0 to 4.6. Um, and so we take them in and we help them and guide them. And by the time they leave they're able to graduate high school and and go to college and so um how many hours a day are they with you um they could be with us between two to four hours a day depending on what their schedule is so when they're young they take one or two classes and when they're in high school they can take um four to five classes a week so i think i get the name but tell me the genesis of the name, The Wooden Floor. So The Wooden Floor really is about the youth development model that we have for our students that, and our tagline is from here, you can step anywhere. So The Wooden Floor is the firm foundation we provide for them to have the tools and resources to be successful in school and life as a jumping off point to where they're going to go in their future. This is unbelievable. What a great organization that has been, you said, 32 years right. servicing. I mean, how many graduates of the program are there? Um, so we've served 
80,000 young people since wow. um, through Dance Free Weeks <laughs> and the on-campus program. And currently we have um, over 100 students in colleges and universities around the country. So in the last, um, I would say the last 10 years, we've probably graduated out probably 250 or so students um, just who have, who have stayed the whole 10-year journey. Those are the students we count. So you... You are really expecting a serious commitment yes. from the student. Right. It's not come for the su- This is the second program. You know, KidWorks was first. It uh-huh. started as a summer program right. and then grew yeah. into a full-time. <laughs> right. It's amazing how. Right. Uh, in the same community. Right. We're good friends with KidWorks, Ava yeah. Steffens and the team there. And right. um, what the, the difference, I think, in Ava's model is that it's very a place uh, focused in that one area of Santa Ana. So all services are for, you know, a certain geographic region of Santa Ana, uh-huh. where our students come from about 14 other cities. So oh, as long do. as they can have transportation to our campus, we serve them here at the wooden floor. This is an amazing... And our, our building is next to the Bowers Museum right off yes. Main Street in Santa Ana. So... It's very convenient for them to get there from the train or the right. bus or walking or bike well, riding. <laughs> well, when you were gracious enough to give me a tour. It's a wonderful building that you have. Right. Thank you. It's it, the the philosophy is, is you know I'm, I'm probably you are a little surprised because <laughs> I think people think they walk into the okay. traditional after school environment. Yes, I was um, a little surprised. <laughs> pleasantly but, surprised. Yeah, pleasantly. But right. we, if you walk in, it looks like any business uh, university right. um, building because we want the students to feel really. Um, uh, confident and to be able to walk into any business park in Irvine or, or um, Orange County conference or a room conference for room for an interview. Yeah. You saw our conference room and right. and um, we have a really high stewardship level. So we we um, we believe we get to give the students the best and they rise to the best. Mm. And so um, there sometimes our home environments are you know just have a lot of challenges. And so we want to have a nice, peaceful, beautiful building for them. But we do that with a high stewardship level. So we don't have any debt at all in the building or carry any debt. You're, you're around um we're very frugal <laughs> but we, we put money in the right places and we invest in in, in our infrastructure we're going to take our final break here on critical mass radio show donna when we come back i, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the type of education the students get at okay. the wooden floor and you said all they have to have is a love of movement to get started but that's not all they need to continue in the program right. so we're going to get into that ladies and gentlemen after we listen to and enjoy these words from our commercial sponsors Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com. SNH Rubber is a manufacturing company in Fullerton, California. We specialize in custom molded, extruded, and stamped rubber parts. If your next job requires a rubber part, we would appreciate the opportunity to quote on it. We serve aerospace, automotive, and many other industries. We work with many types of rubber, including silicone, EPDM, neoprene, buninitrile, and viton. Our quality system is ISO and AS9100 approved. Over our 47 years in business, the SNH brand has become known for superior quality, quick turnaround, and competitive pricing. 
please check out our website at www.shrubber.com or call 714-525-0277. Let S&H be your ceiling solution. There's something positive about the word up. When things are looking good, they're looking up. When someone's down, you cheer them up. So how do you move up? Well, when it comes to getting your bachelor's or master's degree, there's one university that stacks up, Brandman University. Brandman is ranked by U.S. News and World Report as one of the nation's top 10 universities for online bachelor's programs. Brandman's online graduate programs in business and education also receive top honors. So look us up at brandman.edu. Brandman University. Move up. Welcome back to this edition of the Nonprofit Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. You're listening to Critical Mass, and Don Reese is our guest. She's the executive director of The Wooden Floor. I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our radio show as a podcast, maybe from Apple iTunes. You've downloaded over 18,000 episodes during the last 30 days, and we here at the program truly appreciate your continued and growing support. But, of course, all of our shows can be heard live on octalkradio.net. So if you'd like to listen to us live, that's the way to do it if you're listening to it as a podcast right now. If we're not in your podcasting software as a regular, then just type Critical Mass Radio Show. It'll come up. Uh, subscribe to it through RSS. You'll get our shows, and we do three shows each week, and you'll get this kind of entertainment and information each time. Uh, before the break, I was going to ask you to sort of help our audience understand the type of dance instruction and performance that the Wooden Floor does. Okay, great. So... I think what our differentiator is in the youth development area is how we use arts to transform students' lives, and so specifically dance for us. And so we we start the students off with a ballet, pretty rigorous ballet curriculum that has 10 levels of requirement that they go through through the 10-year journey with the students are with us at the wooden floor. And then we combine that also with uh, modern dance as well as uh, choreography and improvisation. Mm. And so what happens is through the... Uh, when they're young, they'll take two classes a week, and when they're older, like I said earlier, they'll take maybe four or five classes a week. The idea is each year builds upon each other, and so it, they just keep on growing stronger and stronger, not just from dancer, you know, from physical ability, but also their ways that they construct dance, movement, um, the way that they work in teams, um, collaborate, um, the way they co-create. Um, that's a really hallmark of our work is that when we bring a choreographer in from uh, New York, we have actually two in residence this year. Mm. Um, we're creating our piece for the Irvine Barclay Theater. We have three pieces. All um, takes about 100 hours per piece for each student to participate. I see. And um, they co-create. So when the choreographer comes here, they have no preconceived idea or any rep they've done in the past. They actually create the movement with the student, and then what you'll see on stage is actually what has been co-created. And through co-creation, you know, as you know, in business or anything else, that's really the hallmark of of every kind of thing that you're trying to create in in life and business is that um, you need how how do you um, ideate, how do you... You know, operationalize a plan. How do you execute on it? How do you refine and rethink and and uh, change? What if something goes wrong that you weren't expecting? And so all those kinds of things they do that for ten years in a row. So by the time they get out of school, high school, and they go to college, they're they're so much more pre- well prepared to think outside right. the box. Um, analytical thinkers. Um, I think their natural confidence would have confidence, to right? Be so significantly improved. Um, so I think when I don't know if I mentioned to you um, when we toured, but what happens is when when they set a goal in the studio for themselves in the dance classes or the choreographic process, once they're successful, they set that goal, or they fail in that goal, 
then they can redirect themselves. Or if they are they're successful, that same success then permeates everything they do in their life. Mm. So when they say to themselves, "Oh, I'm going to try for that AP class," or "I'm going to try to be a leader in that organization," right. or "I'm going to," they they put themselves out there that maybe they maybe would have been too shy to do, or not con- you know maybe didn't have the confidence or the self esteem to do. And so what happens is because they have so much affirmation through the organization, um, but we work really hard. It's not just all about you know patting them on the back and saying job well done yeah we you know our our tagline is from here you can step anywhere but i say you know that's a great goal and but you have to do the work Mm -hmm. you know it's not just a matter of you know saying i want to be a doctor and you have a a, maybe a c in science (laughs) you need to really step up your game if you want to do that and we're going to help you get there so when you get them at a young age you're not really sure how they're dance talent will evolve what what do you do with students who love movement but maybe right you know what it's, i'm saying it's all self it's all self-directed okay so if they don't want to perform they don't have to okay. um if we think maybe they should perform maybe that we figure that might help them out a little we still put maybe students that aren't you know advanced the goal of the wooden floor isn't to have advanced dancers um uh, maybe two and 20 go into dance as a major when they graduate the goal is to have the art specifically dance help the students reach their full potential so and, you're very focused on getting students into college right and i applaud that because education is a gateway out of a lifestyle into right. a different uh, standard of living many times how do you prepare them for college what about what about the program is moving them in that direction well there's a couple things that we do is that from day one when they register with us we give them um, a class and we'll say you're the class of 2024 and the student will say well what does that mean and we say that with their mom and their dad or whomever they have with them and the student and us and we say well you know we're a triangle so it's you the, the student the parent and the wooden floor working together so in 2024 that's when you're graduating high school and going to college so the little third grader you know their uh-huh. eyes roll back right. <laughs> i'm sure your third grader i know my son would have said what are you talking about but even for our families maybe that's the first time they've ever even had someone that. talk about college maybe no one in their life has ever been to college so then from that point forward we're talking college all the time with them even in third grade fourth grade fifth grade but really in sixth and seventh grade that's really really it's really right. starting to we bring them into career nights we have them come in to find out what's going on we bring executives in from the community to speak we have we've had ceos technology leaders um doctors surgeons sure. um dancers you know those who have um, gone professionally into dance and and um and then starting really in ninth grade that's when we start the whole college prep process so a3g requirements what do they need to get into ucs cal states private schools and then in their junior year we have sat prep we bring kaplan on campus and we we offer in the summer of their senior year um, we actually go through a whole curriculum that we've developed on getting them ready for college and I remember when we were walking your campus, you were saying, you know, your students have got into a variety of colleges around the yeah. country. Um, so we've, uh, in the history, we've, um, we had a student recently, about two years ago, graduated from Wellesley, NYU. We have one at Cornell right now, um, SMU, Southern Methodist University, uh, six at UCLA. We now have four because two graduated. Okay. <laughs> UCI's, Chapman's, um, but then community college. You know, right. community college is a huge step for our students. So if they can get an AA, 
A. And you know, an example is maybe a student wants to go culinary arts or fashion or something like that. We say, you know, it's really important. Let's get you into a, a, a junior college or community college. Uh, that's my age, junior. <laughs> I know what you meant. That's my age. So I'm perfectly comfortable. Community with that. college is that. That's when um, we we direct them. So we had a student right now in culinary arts at um, uh, OCC is one of the top culinary uh, community colleges in the country huh. for culinary arts. So direct her there, and now she's getting her A. And you know, I always say it, there's a big difference in an AA and just a high school diploma for Absolutely. our students, and that their ability then to maybe move into management positions, maybe a, a hotel or a bakery, bakery or a restaurant, right. you know, group or something like that is really a big difference. So what? Do you, and I'm talking with Don Reese. She's the executive director of the Wooden Floor. <clears throat> so what do you see the um, the ripple effect of your students in their family or in their community? Um, have you had more than one student from the same family go yes, through the program? Yes, we've had five, uh, three Valdivinos children, and this year we have um, the six Montalvos that have gone through the wooden floor. And we have our last of the six go through this wow. year, so it's a big, you know, moment for the family that all their students have all gone to college, or um, they've either gone to community college, or maybe we also have one in the military of that family, um, and then also, um, but. Four, I think the most recent ones have all gone for a year. What a fantastic... And, you know, the ripple effect really is um, kind of really hit me about a year and a half ago when I was really thinking about it is that, you know, um, when students change life has the ability to change their family because we start to see the families do better because they have the family services support network around them. Okay. And they're with us for 10 years. So all of a sudden you see the mom and dad maybe doing a little better, you know, the family unit doing better because the child's doing better. They were bringing all kinds of workshops into the family, all kind of, you know, great, great types of activities on everything from finance to nutrition to parenting workshops. And then for the student, you know, what we're seeing is that a student remarked to me that um, their friends in high school were asking them, you know, I know you're at the wooden floor. Can you tell me how to get to college? Wow. <laughs> and so they, <laughs> so they're they were yeah. starting to mentor. So all of a sudden I started thinking is, you know, a child really has the ability to affect not only their family, their community, Orange County. And then we had a young boy, um, who uh, told us last year he spoke at one of our and I had never heard him talk about it is that he wanted to become a nurse and he wanted to work in international aid and I'm thinking wow what a great story is we have a student that is here from Santa Ana and he told us how if he wasn't at the wooden floor he could be dead because he had friends that were who had those kinds of things happen or incarceration or you know drug abuse and that he really firmly believes that if it wasn't for the wooden floors mentoring of him and encouragement that he wouldn't have it succeeded and so now just to even think that he's thinking kid from santa Ana, i want to work in international aid right. i thought that was great and that's, terrific that's you know really inspiring. so don i'm gonna i'm gonna have to ask you your guiding principle of all the things that you could decide is important in how you're leading and growing the wooden floor as the executive director you know what's your overarching philosophy for that you know, I, I, I was telling you earlier, I think I could think of a couple of things, but, you know, I have it on my desk every day, and it's a do unto others as you would have do unto you. And I believe that from, especially with our children and that we focus on at the wooden floor, is that, you know, we need to give back to these these 
young people for all the great things that we have in our own life. And we need them to have every single opportunity that we do, especially children that have lower socioeconomic status, that we we really firmly believe is that um, the arts should be accessible for everyone. Education should be accessible for everyone. And our part in making that happen is really important. And so if I can do for them, as I'd want to have done for me, because I've had so many incredible mentors in my life, then my job is well done. Pass it on. (laughs) Yeah. It's just about passing it on. That's amazing. So when is your big event? What, what, what time of the year? So our annual concert is in May at the Irvine Barclay Theater. It's okay. come. It's always the weekend after Memorial Day weekend. And okay. so we have four performances. Opening night is Thursday night. And then we have two performances on, uh, one performance on Friday and two on Saturday. Oh. And so, and then we also have another event um, in the fall that's uh, more of our fundraiser, which is called Keep the Promise. And it's our promise we make to the students that um, if they, um, that we'll support them through their 10-year journey at the wooden floor and on to higher education. And so that event's been growing significantly over the last um, years. But our one we were just talking about um, recently is we're seeing, um, we just have been named in the top five um, breakfast events in the Orange County Business Journal. It's going to mm-hmm. be announced. And um, Ooh, that's... Breaking news here on I Critical know, Mass it Radio. It is. So. It's, um, it's called... Um, our event's called Step Beyond. Okay. And when we created it was to announce where the students are going to college, oh. what their plans are, because our supporters and business community come together, business executives, civic, mm-hmm. David Benavides and the mayor from nice. Santa Ana come out for that event, as well as other when, community when leaders at the end of April, April okay. 24th. Well, we should definitely make sure to make people aware of that event, because that Great. sounds like I'd like to go to it, too, if you right. could Right. Oh, definitely. The, uh, yeah, I will. I will. Come and cover because it. Because what's about that event is that um, it's all of us celebrating our success as a group in a community to help right. our young people step beyond the wooden floor, which is their second home, mm. into higher education. Well, this is amazing work, and I have to give credit to my producer for putting together a great show of, of two very worthy nonprofits. It's our last show for the calendar year, oh, and I can't good. think of a better way to finish it than talking about the wooden floor with you. Thank you. And um, if someone would like to learn about your organization, how do they find you online? They can go to our website. It's www.thewoodenfloor.org. Just like it sounds, right? Spelled yep, the same the way? thewoodenfloor.org. <laughs> All right. You've been a, just a delight. Thank and you. I appreciate great. the fine work you Happy and holidays. Happy holidays to you and to yours, and continue the great difference that you're making in so many worthy students lives that's very impressive thank you i want to thank you don reese and thank you everyone for listening to critical mass radio show of course we have to thank our sponsors because they deserve it without them where would we be Bramman university center club commercial bank of california decision toolbox smart business magazine succession strategies tone software and ups protection Our engineer for today was Paul Roberts. Crystal Nunley is our outstanding producer. Amanda Pointer is her assistant. Our guest coordinator is Kathleen Shepard, marketing strategist and live events manager is Asia Celestino. We just had our live event for uh, this month at the Brandman last night. It was outstanding. Our social media manager is Melissa Padani, our VP of Sales, Rose Chamar, and I'm your host, Rick Franzi. If you'd like to learn more about our business, Critical Mass for Business, that's our website, criticalmass4forbusiness.com. You know, I want to wish you all a happy and safe holiday season until uh, the next show, which will be in 2015. I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You've been listening to the Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show, Orange County's only talk radio show dedicated to featuring nonprofit organizations and their leader. 
with your host, Richard Franzi. 